Hey everyone, and welcome to the Spooniepreneur Podcast. I'm Nicole Neer, an ex-social worker turned CEO of a virtual support agency. My passion is helping those of us living with chronic illness to see how entrepreneurship can help us pay the bills, find a sense of purpose, and build a flexible life that allows us to balance it all. On this podcast, I'm talking with business owners from all walks of life to learn how they're running their businesses. I'm also going to take you behind the scenes into how I run a six-figure business while living with fibromyalgia, bipolar disorder, irritable bowel syndrome, and anxiety. If you are a spooniepreneur or thinking about starting a business, you are in the right place. Hey everyone, it is season three of the Spinnypreneur podcast. It's definitely been a minute since new episodes have aired, but like all of you, I only have so many spoons in a day. And I have been over here working hard behind the scenes at some amazing things that I'm going to be sharing about in the coming weeks. But today, I want to talk about all of the ways that we're making things harder than they need to be when it comes to running a business. So a few years ago in the U.S., a big office supply chain store had commercials on TV that took place in an office, and people would push a big red easy button, and it would give them anything that they needed. And, and quite honestly, it's really a genius piece of marketing because it's years later and we're still talking about it, right? But they even sold easy buttons in their store that would say, well, that was easy when you clicked it. And I've been thinking a lot this week about the easy buttons that we look for in our business. And I know that I definitely hunted them down like it was a sport in my first year of running a business full time. There were the online programs that promised I could have a successful virtual assistant business in 90 days if I just followed this easy formula. There were content prompts designed to take the guesswork out of posting to social media. I went as far as to hire a mindset coach and I joined a business mastermind. And to be honest, instead of simplifying my business, instead of making things easier, all of these things made me feel like I was running really fast and staying in the same spot. I quit my job so that I wasn't spending 40, 50, 60 hours a week using all my spoons for someone else. But what I was doing instead was working 40, 50, 60 hours a week in my own business and not getting paid for it. I didn't find success in my business until I stopped looking for easy buttons and started doing the hard work of figuring out how to run a business that worked in my life instead of building my life around constantly building that business. I started working less and taking the path of least resistance. I stopped looking at everyone else's marketing efforts and just spent time focusing on mine. And instead of changing my strategy every other week, instead of changing my niche all the time, I stuck with the same one for months by just making tiny tweaks by looking at the data of what was working and what wasn't. So basically, I decided to reserve my spoons for showing up for my clients and spending the bare minimum of time on the back end of my business. (laughs) And let's be clear for a second, that goes against most of the advice that I see out there about building a virtual support business. 
a lot of the advice I was getting when I started out was about how you need to spend time being the CEO of your business and why your website or your social media or some other you know shiny object is the key to success. But those shiny objects weren't landing me clients and they weren't making me satisfied with the business I was building. They just felt like I was searching for another easy button that didn't get me what I actually needed. So I started sharing more about my life on social media instead of selling all the time. It felt fun and it felt easy. I started this podcast because it was fun and it was something that I was really passionate about. And sure, it helps my business, but that's not really the point. I decided that I got to choose how I spent my time and energy instead of getting stuck and doing all of the things that I should be doing. So once a month, I would offer to hop on virtual coffee chats with other online business owners just so I could learn about the work they were doing and to build my professional network. There was literally no pitch, just a half hour of conversation. I spent time building relationships instead of selling because I had seen how those relationships could pay off in the long run, and they did. I invested in professional organizations like the International Association of Virtual Assistants where I could get qualified leads without having to scour Facebook groups or go up against hundreds or sometimes even thousands of virtual assistants for the same opportunities. And that small investment paid for itself with the clients that I signed up from those leads that just came into my inbox effortlessly. Showing up in this way also meant that I had clients who knew about my chronic illness and they weren't bothered by it. They felt seen and understood because I wasn't so busy hustling for clients that I couldn't serve the ones I already had. And my clients told their professional networks about their experience. And because of that, the word of mouth referrals started flooding in. When you're running a virtual support business, if you're a virtual assistant, an online business manager, a project manager, copywriter, you know, the list goes on and on. Those word of mouth referrals are the dream. They're pre-qualified leads that are predisposed to like you and the work that you're doing. And those projects are usually in line with the work that you're already doing. So right now, my virtual support agency receives most of its business from word of mouth referrals, and I would not have it any other way. Looking back, I see that the approach I took worked specifically because I wasn't focused just on hustling and selling. I was invested in getting to know people and sharing how my offerings could help meet a specific need that they have, and that really made all the difference. I also took this approach when I was building the back-end systems of my business. This is the heart of what makes a business run. And I decided to make it up as I went along (laughs) based on where I felt like I needed the most help. And this meant that I ended up canceling my subscription to the fancy business systems that I just had to have when I was starting out. I stopped focus on trying to grow my email list so that I could focus on serving my clients, streamlining my onboarding process, and making billing feel easy. So I created a beautiful PDF portfolio that I could send clients instead of having to spend time building a website so that when those leads came into my inbox, I had the email template ready to personalize and the portfolio ready so I could be one of the first to submit my proposal. 
I also built an onboarding workflow template in my CRM program, Dubsado, to take people from scheduling a discovery call to signing their contract with very little work on my end. In fact, the workflow works so well that I've had several clients ask me to replicate it in their businesses because they loved the way I had set things up as they were onboarding. Um, if you're looking for my opinion, which you may not be, but <laughs> Dubsado is one of the systems that I use the most in my business. Having a good CRM system um, has saved me so many spoons. I also set my clients up with recurring invoices in Dubsado so I didn't have to spend every month managing billing. It meant that follow-ups on those who didn't pay right away were automated, so I didn't have to worry about forgetting them if I was fighting brain fog. It literally saves me hours every month. And looking back at that first year I was full-time in business, I realized that I was just desperate for somebody to give me the blueprint to success. And I've worked in enough businesses as a VA and an online business manager to know that there is no one blueprint. Businesses are like snowflakes. They are all different. And they're different because you have unique talents that you bring to the business and unique needs from your business. And that's even more true when you're living with a chronic illness. Because for Spoonies, hustling is one of the worst things you can do when you're starting a business. But unfortunately, even though it's better than it was a few years ago, there's still a lot of advice out there that's built on this sense of urgency and that does more harm than good. We all need different easy buttons in our business, but you have to put your head down and do the work to figure out what easy button you need. I So many times I see people comparing their beginning to somebody else's middle and what you should do is just put your head down and build a business that works for your life, that makes sense logically to you and feels good um, for you to come and show up in every day. It does not have to be pretty. In fact, it 100% will not be. Let's be clear, guys. I work in six and seven figure businesses. And if you saw the back end of what happened behind the scenes, you would see that it looks a lot like the back end of your business. Done is better than perfect every day of the week. So I am so, so excited to announce that I am hosting a free masterclass that's designed to break down specifically how to market your business so you can get word of mouth referrals. It's not only based on my experience, but also in the work that I've done in dozens of service-based businesses. So if you're struggling on how to show up on social media or how to figure out um, how to share about your life in a way that also builds your business, I'm stepping you through tools that are designed to help you get clarity. If you need this easy button in your business, go to www.theresilientbusinesstoolkit.com to register. So that's it for today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me over on Instagram at The Resilient VA. And until next time, remember that we can do hard things if we take it one step at a time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Spooniepreneur podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and don't forget to rate and review it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And if you're looking to build a business that runs on word of mouth referrals, and who doesn't, head on over to www.resilientbusinesstoolkit to check out my free masterclass teaching you to build a marketing plan that drives word of mouth referrals into your inbox every month. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.